Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. Target practice, total domination, a blowout. Timely, you could say, welcomed needed win by the 76ers tonight. 149-107 the final versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Wow. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. Let us first address some of the historical footnotes in tonight's game, just to very quickly recap, most points in a game since 1990 when the Sixers scored 149 against the Denver Nuggets. Ties the biggest margin of victory, 42, in the six-season Brett Brown coaching era. Team record, 21 three-pointers made. The previous team mark had been 18 twice under Brown. And the 40 assists for the 76ers on 55 makes, first of all, that is a phenomenal near 80% assist percentage rate which you know the Sixers they lead the league in assist percentage that's assists on field goals made that number is just ridiculous 40 on 55 tremendous it's the most assists in a game for the team since January 1991 against the Golden State Warriors and all that you know that's great on the surface it sounds nice and pretty and good and encouraging all that yes 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 but the meaning of it is Last three games for the Sixers, left a little bit. You could tell Brett Brown alluded to as much in a variety of media availabilities. He said before tonight's game he wished the team were in a better place going into the stretch. Of From here on out, if you count tonight, it is 13 consecutive games before their all-star break finale against the Knicks, against teams that are currently in the playoff picture right now, or are within two games of a playoff spot. And a lot of those teams are going to be ones the Sixers play on the road and all that. So he, he wished the team had been in a better spot, losses against Washington and Atlanta, and then nearly letting a 24-point lead slip away against the Knicks on Sunday at Madison Square Garden. Tonight, very reassuring, very encouraging, showing what the 76ers can be when... They are at their best. Now, if you caught a portion of Brett's post-game press conference that we aired with Tom McGinnis minutes ago, Brett said, you're never as good as you think you are at your best, and you're never as bad as you think you are at your worst. You're probably somewhere in between is where the water levels. <laughs> but you know what? This is good. This is great. 31-13 and 13 for Joel Embiid, 20 points for Ben Simmons, and Jimmy Butler super efficient. 19 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block, plus 21 against his old squad. Let's go to Jimmy Butler right now. I believe he is at the podium. I don't want to harp on that exactly, but more about what it means to you Like when you hear those things. The coach says there are times that I want him to be more aggressive. It's not always scoring. So like, what, what exactly is the step there? Um... Probably more so making plays for other others, <clears throat> being in attack mode a lot of the times. Uh, he he does tell me a lot. Um, I think there's a there's a time and place for it. Like I always tell him, like I tell you, um, man. As long as we win, I'm not worried about if I'm aggressive or not. If we don't, then uh, I feel like I could have been a little bit more aggressive. So I mean, if you're reflecting on it only after the fact, then like is just. Uh, you know, winning is above all, whether I'm being 
aggressive or not, I just always want to win. So if being aggressive is going to help us win, then I need to do it. Um, if not, then I'll I'll cool out for a little bit. I tell you what, this jacket is hot. When you walked in, coach was talking about the pairing between you and Joel. What are you starting to learn there with you two? Uh, I mean, for him, how dominant he is and everything that he can do on the floor, um, shoot it, post up, pass the ball. Um, I still think we're learning each other. As long as we've been here for a short amount of time, I can't tell you how many days now, but um, like I heard him say, you know, when it, when push comes to shove, we're going to be involved in a lot. Um, but I think he does a great job of getting everybody else involved, as do I. So I think we have a, a ways to go, but I think we're just fine right now. The defense, uh, Jimmy, from, say, from Aladdin to tonight, how much of a big step was the game like this? You guys really came at it early tonight and went after him early and stayed with it. Yeah, um, that's how we look whenever we – when we guard, I think we do a, a great job of scoring points. Um, but whenever we're guard, we're, we're a really tough team. So let's learn from this, and we gotta we got to stretch ahead of us now. Well, that is the truth. Let's recap that now, as we just heard from Jimmy Butler. Postgame, 19 points, 8 of 10 overall, 3 of 4 from 3 against his old squad. Who's coming up? Okay, here we go. At Indy, Thursday, playoff team. OKC, Saturday, playoff team. Next week. Houston, Spurs, playoff teams. Starting the following Saturday, on the road at Denver, Lakers, Golden State, Sacramento, all those teams either in the playoffs or, in the case of the Lakers and the Kings, half game out. you got to figure at least Los Angeles is probably going to be in the top eight in the West, all said and done. Come back home before the All-Star break here at the center, Toronto, Denver, Lakers, Boston, to start a back-to-back, ending the back-to-back at the Garden against New York before going on a break. (laughs) <laughs> that is a stretch. But this is a way to start it. 149-107. 76ers tie their most points in a game since 1990. The most assists in a game since 1991. All around outstanding, complete 48-minute effort by the team. They were in search of one, and they delivered it tonight. We'll talk with Tom again. It's coming up on the other side. It's the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to Sixers.com slash join Club 76, email Club 76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676. 76ers topple the Minnesota Timberwolves target practice tonight. 147, uh, 149, I beg your pardon, to 107. 76ers franchise record, 21 three-pointers. They shot just under 60% from the field. 40 assists. Tom McGinnis, pace, space, defense, it was all there, and it was great to see. And a throwing a little good to great. Yeah. No, that was a great performance by the Sixers. Just dominant, really. I mean, I thought Wilson Chandler kind of set the tone. Ben Simmons continues his dominance. Joel got into a groove. I mean, Embiid made four threes. J.J. Redick. And then Jimmy Butler, I thought, Brian, he missed his first two shots. He ends up going eight for ten and made it look easy. I mean, he really, they were just asking him, you know, about putting his impact more in the game. He takes what's there, and he may, he moves that ball. He finds the open man, and then he's able to to score his his own. He had 19 points in the game, but 40 assists, dominant on the glass. Just really 
completely overwhelmed Minnesota, and a great win, uh, certainly the most lopsided for the Sixers all year long. Sixers all over the Timberwolves tonight, 149-107. to 107. And I thought, you know, this whole theme, it seems like over the course of this yeah, maybe month and a half stretch, the Sixers continue to try and grow things. Defense, defense, defense. We always talk about that. That's the primary area for Brett Brown. I mean, you go back to a couple of those early blocks, Butler, Simmons, Steele in the lane. I mean, Sixers were keyed in defensively from the start, I thought. I mean, maybe, you know, Minnesota shot around maybe 46% in the first quarter, but you could just tell the defensive energy was there, and that seemed to go a long way. Well, you bring up a good point because oftentimes it's not like a one-on-one block. The block is set up by the first, the initial defender, holding the guy off and then maybe ben comes from off the ball or gets a deflection you know there was really a lot of attributes that you know really spoke to that team energy defensively and that's what you're looking for you know you kind of have to be connected you have to communicate you have to have each other's back you have to be in a help position oftentimes so really solid and uh, boy they shut wiggins and cat down carl anthony towns just and beat has had the better of him and i, I kind of I want to whisper that a little bit because you're afraid that he's going to really wake up. I mean, think about it. He had 27 and 27 against New Orleans the other night. I'm pretty sure Anthony Davis played in that game. Uh, and so the Sixers have done a terrific job. And and that's what it's going to take. I mean, boy, I cannot believe that stretch. I mean, I, I guess I know the schedule too. But when you say it like that, I, I was really more, you know, thinking of in the, the games that we just talked about uh, with the Indiana game, the Thunder, the Rockets, and the Spurs. Know about Denver. But then that <laughs> after the road trip, when you're talking about hosting the Warriors and the Celtics and like that, it's really going to be something. So this middle third of the schedule, like I said uh, in passing toward the end of our the call during the game, you know, last year the the, the schedule got easier, and this year the middle chunk of the schedule, and I'm, I'm not you can't I guess you can't even look to the latter third, but this is really that is a gauntlet of heavy NBA competition. And Brett Brown, the kind of the theme going forward was he wanted to see his team play better and be ready for it. Well, now you have to back it up because they certainly showed tonight that this was one of the top performances uh, that we've seen. And as good as the Sixers played, you know, we're monitoring the games out west. The Warriors had 10 made threes in the opening quarter in their game already tonight. <laughs> Tom, can I relieve you early? We have Joel Embiid at the podium, I believe. By all means, good night. All right, see you. here's Joel Embiid. How motivated were you to dominate Cat, and how did you feel that you did dominate Cat? Um, I mean, it was a... Uh... It was a regular game like all this, obviously. Cat uh, is a great player, uh, and I respect them. Uh, so in situations like this, when you play against, you know, guys uh, that people might have an opinion uh, as far as who's better, uh, you know, those are uh, the type of games that I love. Uh, you know, I did it with AD uh, and then Cat, uh, but uh, most importantly, uh, we got the win and we played well together. Um, I think we were more focused uh, tonight. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, you know, Jimmy play against his old team. Uh, but I felt like everybody was locked in uh, and uh, we all did a great job uh, of moving the ball, uh, shining the ball. Uh, we had about, what, 40 assists, uh, so we need to keep doing that. How was it seeing your former teammates tonight? 
Uh, it was great. Uh, Dario, uh, Kav, it was great seeing them. I miss them. Uh, and then, you know, even even Wiggs, uh, it was great seeing him too. Uh, so I miss him a lot. Wilson, uh, how do you think you're playing right now? And how do you think you're... Uh, uh, it's been a tough process for me, but I think I'm uh, starting to figure it out. Uh, just playing off Joe and Ben, you know, uh, with a, be aggressive at, with a fine shots. Is it, is it difficult to, or is it something unique to be around a lot of high usage guys who like having the ball in their hands? Uh, just unique. Yeah, just unique. Yeah. Played more three times. Mm-hmm. You like that? You know, getting more looks on the wing. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, not a lot there from Wilson Chandler as the 76ers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 149-107. to But a great win for the 76ers to get back on track tonight as they needed a convincing victory, it was thought, popular opinion. And I would not disagree with that popular opinion. Just kind of like a confidence-recreating type performance going into this really difficult stretch of the schedule. They got that this evening, and uh, just an all-around record-setting and balanced performance by the group. 21 three-pointers. Ben Simmons, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Joel Embiid, 31 points, 13 rebounds, 19 for Jimmy Butler against his old team. He was tremendous, and the bench really contributed. Landry Shamit with a dozen. Jonah Bolden with 14 behind four three-pointers, and Court Brewer even got into the game. He scored three points, had two rebounds, and two assists. One more segment, some of Tom's highlight calls coming up after this post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coast games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Join the revolution today. 76ers, Minnesota Timberwolves. For the first time this season, a lot of familiarity, of course, as a subplot given the trade in November. Another subplot to this, 76ers last three games, even though they won Sunday at New York, a little bit loose against some lesser teams, at least you would figure on paper. How would they come out tonight? Oh, very well, to borrow a phrase. Sixers clicking from the outset of the game, and Ben Simmons was a big reason why. Simmons with a push, Simmons with a dribble, Simmons into the lane, knocks down Gibson, head slams it! Are you kidding me? What a play by Ben Simmons! Get out of the way, Taj Gibson! Sixers would only up the lead and the ante as the first quarter went along. Dario Sixers trapped Derrick Rose and steal the ball. Simmons on a drive. Simmons into the lane. Ben Simmons with a layup. Oh, yeah. He is playing big-time basketball. And that's what Tom and I were talking about a few minutes ago. The defense at the start of tonight's game really helped set the tone for the type of spirit the 76ers played with throughout. They were up 40-27 to after a quarter of play. And in the second quarter, things escalated quickly early on. And Jimmy Butler against his old squad got the lead into the 20s. Back to Joel. They go back to Jimmy. Left side three ball. And that's good. Jimmy Butler knocks down the three. The seventh three by the Sixers. Coach Brett Brown was saying pregame he'd like to see Butler shoot a few more threes. Well, he's got it. His first field goal of the game. Sixers now 50. 
And that made it 52-29. You know, what's the only thing uh, better than 40 points in the first quarter? The answer to that question is it's infinite. In fact, you could keep going on forever and ever and ever. But 43 points is even better than 40 points. That's how many the Sixers scored in the second quarter, and it was capped off by J.J. Redick. Now Joel 1-on-1 with Dario Scharch. Nine to shoot on the reset. They go down on the bend who cuts in the lane. It's J.J. Redick, and it's good. What a pass by Simmons. Wheeling and dealing for the low post. And J.J. Redick with a layup. He's got 13. 83 points for the 76 in the first half. They were up 83 to 58. The third highest scoring half in franchise history. Tied for the highest scoring half in the 76ers slash post-Syracuse Nationals era. Well, in the third quarter, this was a game the 76ers would not let get out of control. They continued shooting the three ball very well, and they just opened things up. Here's TJ crossing over Dario, shooting it, and in, and he patted him on the backside. TJ, welcome back, Dario. Two good friends who had coffee and dinner last night. Coffee again this morning. Competitive moment. T.J. McConnell and the Sixers getting the better of Dario and the Timberwolves. In this game, the 76ers in total control going into the fourth frame. And they would finish it off by setting a record in terms of franchise history for three-pointers made. Long shot by Minnesota. No good as Jang missed that one. Here's Brewer with it. He was a rookie with the Wolves. He's played with multiple teams, including last year, the Lakers and the Thunder. Here's Jonah with another shot. Good. And Bolden with back-to-back field goals. And a timeout taken by the Wolves. In the end, the 76ers would finish with a franchise record 21 triples. That was the record setter at 19 as the Sixers rolled a 149-107 win tonight. The 149 points to recap the most in a game since March of 1990 against Denver. 42-point margin of victory, the biggest of the Brett Brown era. Uh, the 21 three-pointers, we talked about that, and the 40 assists the most for the 76ers since January 1991 against the Golden State Warriors. Sixers shot 40, uh, I beg your pardon, just under 60% from the field. They held the Timberwolves to under 39%. Sixers 49% from three. The Timberwolves were just 8 of 23. Sixers plus 20 on the glass, just 15 turnovers. They were all over the Timberwolves tonight, outscoring them on second chances 29 and on the break 28 to 12. Joel Embiid, team high, 31 points. That was also a game high, as was 13 rebounds. Another double-double for the big man. Ben Simmons, a double-double as well with 20 and 11. He had nine assists, two. Jimmy Butler with 19 points, 8 of 10, shooting 3 of 4 from 3, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, plus 21 for the 76ers. J.J. Redick with 15. Wilson Chandler, a great game on both ends. He had 14 points off the bench. Landry Shemp with a dozen. T.J. McConnell plus 24 with 8 points and 8 assists. Jonah Bolden with 14 points, 5 of 6, shooting 4 of 5 from 3-point territory. Corey Brewer signed earlier today to a 10-day contract, and he scored a 3 in the game, had 2 rebounds. Two assists. 76ers improved to 29 and 16 with the win. The Wolves dropped to 21 and 23 with the loss. Up next for the 76ers, a Thursday night nationally televised game on TNT that you can hear on your local radio beginning at 6.50 on some of our affiliates with pregame coverage. Tip time against Indy at 7 o'clock. The stakes are this. Indy is... A game and a half in front of the 76ers for third in the Eastern Conference standings. Big thanks to Pat Egan, Tyler Zuli back in the studio, Marty Dickerson here. And now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the big final score, 76ers 149, Timberwolves 107. Stay tuned. Devon Givens in the post is coming up next right here on the Sixers Radio Network. See ya. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.